Chris Bell with Danny Ellis and Danny Forrest. Uh, firstly, lads, congratulations on returning to Geisley uh, in the senior first team uh, roles. Uh, obviously, both players for the Lions. Uh, and how do you think you'll work in this management capacity? Well, yeah. Um, thank you again. It's we're looking forward to the challenge. We're, we're under no illusions how obviously how tough the job is. You know, it's something that we've, like I've said before, we've aspired to to want to do. We feel like now's the right time. Um, like I say, with the connections we've got. Um, feel now it's going to be it's going to be great and beneficial to the club and uh, to ourselves as well on a personal note to give something back to the supporters and to try to get the club where it should be yeah I can only echo that really just really looking forward to it um, just being back around the club these last few days and it feels like I've never been away really and um, I always love my time at Geisley and just being back around it's just been a really, yeah, a great feeling. I love it. Just can't wait to get going. In terms of obviously the fact that this will be the first time you'll have worked together from a management and coaching perspective, uh, how do you see that working out? We've got a good relationship. Bottom line is we're, we're mates and we've always had a quite similar sort of philosophy on not just football but life, I think, and we've just always got on. Um, There'll probably be times where we do disagree, and I think that'll be quite healthy. Um, but generally, we're on the same page, and we both want the same thing and have the same desire, I think. So, yeah, see how it goes. Yeah, but like I say, we're looking forward to it. Um, the challenge is going to be, like I say, trying to get get the team where it needs to be. There'll be some rocky ups and downs. We're, we're aware of that. You know, it's not going to be all plain sailing, which, you know, I don't think any management or coaching team has because there's a lot of hurdles there's a lot of ups and like say ups and downs but we're both on the same page myself and Dan and uh, yeah we can't wait to get going I mean Danny as a player unfairly or fairly you were regarded as a bit of a no-nonsense centre-half I think I'll let you decide that's fair or not uh, whilst for you Danny kind of a bit more flair creative on the wing I'll take that, I'll take that. <laughs> what, yeah. what do we expect then what should we expect from a, a, an Ellis and and Forest partnership, and when in terms of the, the side on the pitch, well, it's it's coincidental that um, I'm obviously a defender, Dan's striker, so would expect to be. I'd like my team to be resemble a lot of what we do in terms of work hard, aggressive, being strong, uh, being organised. These are all things that you know every team has has to have, um, but more so in terms of structure and work ethic. I think it's massively important, um, you know, both at, at games and training, and yeah, we uh, we can't wait to get going. Yeah, I think, yeah, I agree again with Dan, but what I'll say is I also want us to be a bit entertaining as well. I thought we played in some teams that played some great football, but it was effective, purposeful, and it got us results, so I'd like to see a bit of that, if I'm honest. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, but obviously, fundamentally, you've got to be solid and organised, so that's what we'll be trying to do. But really, I would like to see a bit of flair and I would like to see some you know, good attacking play. And uh, I think being adaptable is a big thing in that in this league as well, adapting to environments, pitches, uh, injuries, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, let's just see how it goes. Obviously, you both had some good times in Galaxy shirts in, in years gone by, playing under 
from the kitty and um, for, for you, Bar as well. What mm. is there anything you can take from when you think back to the dressing rooms that you had and take forward into your, your managerial careers? Yeah, uh, one massive thing that stands out to me in every team, every good team we had, it was togetherness. Um, no clicks, don't want any of that. Um, all in, we win together, we lose together. I know these are all cliches, but it's so true. Um, and yeah, having the right people around, uh, staff-wise as well, which we're bringing in, uh, that'll, that'll be happening pretty soon. So yeah, we want it all on the same same page. Um, and yeah, like I say, we can't wait to get, get started. Yeah, personally, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to make a lot of appearances in the Conference National and a few league games, but... I think going to Geisley, I think um, there were spells, you know, obviously I'd, I had a few injuries while I were there, but there were spells where I honestly believe I played my best football, the best football of my career, and that was because I enjoyed being there, I enjoyed being at, at the club, the environment that was we had at the time and what was created, um, a lot of it was driven by the lads, and uh, I thought Mark Bauer was really good in the, the short time I had with him as well, and um, it was really sort of driven by the lads and, and that environment, so we just want to get a good group together and try to lead them the best we can and, and make it an enjoyable place to play football and hopefully that sees performances and in turn results. In terms of getting a group together, obviously you know, you're know, joining at the end of a disappointing campaign for the Lions in a squad that is predominantly out of contract. Where do you stand with the existing squad and how do you think where you're both coming from in terms of Danny still playing at National League North and and Danny, you've been managing further down the pyramid for, for a good five, six years. Where do you see your contacts and that sort of thing helping each other out recruitment-wise and with the existing squad as well? Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be obviously tough. We know that there's um, a lot of players that might want to move on, different reasons. Um, we're obviously prepared for that. Um, myself and Dan have got obviously players we'd like to bring in. We've got players we want to keep. But ultimately, they've got to be buying into what we want to do. We're aware of what's happened. Um, you know, getting relegated, no, no team wants that. But we believe between us, we've got enough contacts. Um, you know, and enough. You know, it's meet, meeting players and being right with them, being fair with the players, and getting that understanding of what we want to do. Um, and I think it's, you know, we'll just have to have to wait and see see what happens the next few few weeks. Yeah, I mean, we've tried to assess the squad with best the best we can with the knowledge we have and we know there's some some very very good players existing players at the club that we're really keen to keep hold of but I suppose for us it's just creating a bit of a balance in terms of um, positionally um, youth and experience and maybe <clears throat> players who might be in the prime for the level as well so um, you know I think between us we'll, we'll pull something together it's you know a bit of an uncertain time traditionally when you know, players are leaving clubs. Players have options, and you know, you've got all that to contend with. And um, you know, you've got to play the game a little bit, I suppose, at times. But you know, I, I'm I'm really hopeful that you know, if we can keep a, a good little core and add a couple that we're interested in, I, I feel that we'll pull together a really good, honest, um, hard work. You know, have a great work ethic, and hopefully, we can pull a bunch together. That you know. Obviously, you're both local lads as well, and, and, and guys who's always been a club that has tried to be at the heart of its community. How important is it after the disappointment on the pitch of last season for you guys to try and bring that community spirit back and, and kind of get the, the, the town of guys back supporting the club again? 
Well, that's it. I mean, I think they have, the attendances have been pretty good, um, even though they've been low down down the table this season. Um, we just want to get that. It's, it's massively important that fans, you know, stick with us. Um, we know it's going to be might be frustrating a little bit at times, which which every every team has. You know, there'll be times and playing well, there'll be times when we're not so well, but with injuries, etc. There'll be other other reasons, but I think the fans are massive. You know, their support is huge for the players, for themselves, um, and for the club. Ultimately, they're they're the you know that's what why we play football, why we're here, um, and you know people spend hard earned money to watch football. And, and that's huge. We, and, you know, you've got to value that. And I think all the players <coughs> that we we put out on that pitch, he'll uh, he'll give 100, 110% for the shirt. That's for sure. I can promise you that. Yeah, and just to take that on a bit, reflecting on my time at Geisley and why I, I, I said earlier how much I enjoyed it, and that was basically because of the community, really, the supporters, and that having that you know personal relationship with a lot of them and. Um, speaking to a lot of them at games, the volunteers, the staff around the club, um, yeah, it was just all there, and it that all added to it. And um, you know, not that we want to go back in time, but the bottom line is that that kind of, like I said, that environment got us success. And if we can, um, you know, move towards something like that and create something like that, obviously in a very new sort of modern shape or way or form, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, that's that's the idea really. So. That's something we're really keen on. Of course, kind of one way that you can link to a community is the academy. And obviously, Danny, that's something that you've been involved in for a number of years now. Is that something that we like to see continue in building players through to the first team? Without a doubt, it's massive. It's huge. Uh, it has been. The jumps, obviously the jump were a little bit higher, jumping in from academy football into the Conference North, which is a difficult league on its own, um, particularly for young players to come in through. Um Again, the uh, Northern Premier League is still very tough. You know, it's a very good league. It's very physical. Um, but like I say, it's massive. It's hugely important, you know, that these players are grounded and can come in training with us, get that feeling, see what see what it's like with the senior players, and they've got to learn from that. And I think a lot of them, you know, there'll be there'll be some players that will surprise us and come in and do really well and will keep um, and. Like I said, there might be some players that come in, do well and, and move on. But like I say, myself and Dan are driven to giving young, younger players an opportunity. That's one thing you can guarantee. You touched on it a little bit earlier in terms of your backroom staff. Are we expecting uh, many to come back in? I mean, it's a wry smile from you there, Danny. There's, there's things in the offing, I'm guessing, from that. There, the, yeah, there, there is. Um, a, yeah, there's a couple of people I'm trying to get in. Um that know the club, that have been at the club, um, yeah, and I think I'll add massive value from to myself and Dan as well, you know, as a, as a, another set of eyes, um, character, and you know, someone else that the the supporters might obviously they will definitely maybe notice. You're making this sound like you're getting the band back together. <laughs> uh, we don't necessarily want that, but we know who can add value and. Ultimately, that's what we're after, and um, you know, we don't want it. Like I said, we don't want to rewind time and go back. Yes, we're referring to that period quite a lot, but I feel that between us, we know what brought this club success, how much this club means to the town, the supporters, what they enjoy, what they enjoy seeing on the pitch, how they, you know, how they, it would not that it's up to 
external people, you know, to, to run the, the club. But the football club has always been better when it's together. Um, in my experience, I can't comment on the last few years. Nothing to do with me, really. But certainly, like, from my experience, I think we really, really want to create that, um, that bit of spirit for the whole club. And um, we'll be working towards doing that no end. One thing that hasn't necessarily been there the last few years in terms of the training and the fact that, you know, under the previous management, we've been trained a fair bit further away from guys than perhaps in past years. Is that something that you like to change, try and bring training back a bit more local? Yeah, that's one of the things that I think is massively important. At the end of the day, you're representing guys at a football club. You're not, um, you're not based in Sheffield or anywhere else. Um, we want to get it within a 10-mile radius of guys are training, which... You know, it's difficult because there's not that many facilities, but we're, we've got a eye on a couple of places where, you know, we want it to be, you, you're playing for guys that you're not, you know, you're not representing. I get why the training were elsewhere, um, but we, we've we said it from day one. We want it to pull together, we want it to be a togetherness knit, we want it to be close by, and we want local players within a certain radius if we can get them in. Yes, there might be the odd player that has to be further afield, but, you know, that, that might have, that's, probably going to happen as well but we, the core we want them to be local-ish and uh, yeah p- training in within a, a radius of guys the football club finally if we can kind of just go a little bit back down memory lane a little <coughs> bit more really and just to get kind of your memories from guys and your favourite memories in particular as players for the Lions uh, Danny I'll start with you anything that springs to mind I mean I've got an idea of where you might go with this but go on yeah well obviously there's a there's a promotion um, in 2010 to the that were obviously an unbelievable being champions great occasion and obviously there's a promotion to the National League in 2015 yeah it probably gets that was some that was an unbelievable achievement for the club for the fans it were it were an epic day <laughs> In the circumstances that we uh, that we won that day, Charlie goes down in history. Um, but yeah, on a personal level, uh, I like for me we'll get in 400 appearances. It were it were a milestone that I kind of didn't realise until I got in the change rooms that it were 400. I knew it were, I knew it were close, but the, obviously it was it were it was an achievement that I was proud of, you know. And then uh, I think Adam went yeah. through the archives. I think it was 441 in total. I think. Yeah, well, I I got told off Bruce. I think it was four hundred and seventy some, seventy three or four hundred and sixty three. So that was appearance. I don't know if that was starts, but I don't know. I'm uh, like I say, I made the four. I made the four hundred. That was a milestone. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to try and uh, try and hit. Um, but like I say, it was ten years of uh, you know playoffs um, and promotion. So it was very successful time. Danny. Yeah, I mean, not quite as successful, but played in some very good teams. Um, I'd say the uh, the uh, playoff campaigns where we ran close for a couple of years. I think I was in, uh, involved in three of those directly, and then the season I got promoted. I think I played the first few games, left, and then went and got promoted. So I missed out. <laughs> I missed out, but. Um, no, and then obviously on a personal level, I think I went through a little period of scoring quite a few long-range goals, um, which stick in my mind. You know, some quite important ones that were uh, one that sticks out was probably when I was on loan from Barrow. Um, we needed, we could have done with beating Solihull right at the end of the season, and we won one nil, and I scored late on from from long range, and I just 
it's just a great feeling and uh, it probably you know might not get remembered much but but to me it meant a lot and um at the time it was a big result for us and there was a few of those little moments in there that, that really for me but like i said before just the whole um just representing Geisley, there was just something about it and uh yeah, I'm just really delighted to be back. Yeah, long range goal seems a bit of a speciality for you. And to be fair, I, I, I say to, to, to you, but only one of you has got a goal with 175,000 views on YouTube, and that's you, Danny Christ. <laughs> that halfway line goal against Harrogate Railway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 175,000 views. 174,000 of mine. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah. Like I said, great that. Um, got those memories and you know probably left left my mark on possibly the club and it's great to be back honestly yeah cheers lads much appreciated